It's Hazel. It's Azura. And I'm Jermaine. And welcome back to another episode of Clamity's Hash Podcast. Okay, so girls, in a few words, how has your 2022 been? I have one word. Oh, one word. Go for it. Chaotic. Oh. Why, yeah? I don't know why, but I, I do feel like from the people around me as well, 2022 has been very fast-paced. Maybe because everything's going back to normal. Mm, I think not too far off from that. I would say a little bit unsettling. Mm. Yeah, like everything is... Uncertain. Yeah. Mm. And for me, I think I would use the word fatigue to describe oh. my 2022 because it's been full of like many things ongoing at the same time. Mm. Um, some of the people I love have gotten COVID. Thankfully, they have recovered. But you know, it's not a very nice emotional journey to go through. And you know, this is exactly what we're going to be talking about this episode. Are we afraid of change in 2022? Are we afraid to try new things in 2022? Okay, but before that, what are some of the things that you see um, the past three months? You want to start with the positive or...? The positive. I've really seen people come together and mm. help each other out because so many people are getting COVID, right? Mm -hmm. So people will like post online on Instagram stories like, um, this is what you do if you get COVID, get this medication and yeah, this home yeah, remedy. Yeah, yeah. I love that. The Lianhua, don't know yeah. what medicine. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. yeah. So it's just great to see. What about you? Mm. I think that with, you know, um, the pandemic for sure, you mm -hmm. know, becoming more of a norm and people knowing what to do about it, knowing what to do with it. I think we're sort of getting our groove, getting our rhythm. And I see that people are going out there to, you know, sort of like get themselves out of the rut that they've been in, you know, for the past year or so. And they're doing like new things. Mm. Yes. Mm. That's really good to see. Mm. And for me, many of my friends have gotten married just in 2022 itself. Oh, so wow. I'm happy to see, you know, more of them are holding like their wedding banquets that have been put off for mm. like months after months after months. So how much have you given away in Ang Pao money? Really? Well, I tell you <laughs> so much. La. Oh no. Uh, I've been to like four to five wedding banquets oh, just in 2022 alone. But you know, it's a, it's a happy thing. Yeah. I'm more than happy to be doing that. Yeah. And also, I see many people travelling. Yes. On my IG story. <laughs> no, but I love when people like travel and then they post everything that I they love. do. Yeah. It's like I'm in Switzerland with you. Yes. I'm living through them, you yeah. know. It's, it's that kind of feeling. So, that's really nice to see. But of course, there are also certain things that we don't see amidst the pandemic. Mm. What do you think they are? Something that I think is, it should be more talked about is how fatigued our frontline staff are. Oh, right. yeah. Because I've had callers calling in where like the husband go and pick the wife up, the wife is a nurse and the mm. wife OT for hours and hours. Mm. And I've had friends post on their Instagram stories like, I don't know how long more I can take this, you know. Wow. They had all their off days cancelled. Yeah. They can't take leave and stuff like that. Mm. I think that's a great point because I think before this, we were just hearing about it. Mm. But a couple of days ago, because I went to the hospital, I saw it for myself. I saw how they were so short-handed and they were so, I think, just tired. They just looked tired even mm. though they didn't say anything. But it just felt like it was a bunch of people who were just trying very hard to sort of like keep the system going. Mm. Mm. Mm -mm. And for me, the healthcare side of things apart, like mm. even my friends in the corporate world, mm. I feel like they always find a need to outperform themselves. To, to achieve even better so they can um, work hard to get a promotion amidst the pandemic. Yeah. Like I have many friends like calling me up or like when we go out for coffee, they tell me it's a competitive world out there, you know. Like it, it's so tough to like show to their bosses, to prove to their bosses that, you know, hey, I'm really working so hard. Mm. Work from home, nine to mm. six, I'm already working 
more hours on top of that. And I find that they have been putting a lot of pressure on themselves. And of course, um, being in the middle of the pandemic, there are many things that they, they worry about. Of course, bring bread home for the family is exactly. one of them as well. So what are your first thoughts about um, whether Singaporeans are willing to take a leap of faith, are willing to change their lifestyles or their jobs even amidst the pandemic? I've had quite a number of colleagues leave recently. Oh, mm. damn. Yeah, very close to them. So I'm very happy for them that they took that leap of faith. Right. And I think they are happy as well mm. for a change of scenery, you know. But do you realise that it's only the young people who dare to do this? Yes. And I feel like right. there's still sort of like a stigma Especially among the older ones. Mm. Like, okay, so right, my mother used to work in HR. Uh -huh. okay. And for a long time, I would hear her say things like, oh yeah, these young people, they hop all the time. Mm. As if it's a bad thing. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Oh. But I think that landscape is sort of changing. Because I think they need to understand as well that who said you have to stick to show something? You know what I mean? Exactly, yeah. exactly. My mother was with her job for like, 20 odd years My. before that company closed down because it's producing books, printing paper and all that, oh, right? And sure. when the digital market took over, obviously, like mm. it wasn't performing well. And um, another aunt of mine lost her job amidst the pandemic. Mm. She got another job, lost it again because of the pandemic. And she was just put into this like emotional pressure. Wow. Like she, I don't think she needs the money, but she mm. wants to have something to do. Wow. So she's always clinging on to the hope of like having a, a career to go to, an office to go to every single mm. day. I don't think it's necessarily like that we don't want to change. Right. But change can be very scary. Like mm. even thinking about all these colleagues leaving me, right? I feel quite abandoned. Oh, <laughs> no, I feel quite sad. Here. Oh, yes, you guys don't here. leave. Huh? Y'all don't leave, okay. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm really happy for them to seek new pastures. Mm. And actually, one of our crew here at Clarity, yes. she also left to go to Korea. Oh my! Such a brave girl to just pursue her passion and like whatever she wants to do. So, shout out to you if you're listening to this episode. I hope you're doing well in Korea. We miss you very we much. We miss you. Yeah. Mm. Well, that said, do you know that apparently humans are wired to fear change, especially when they are not within your control? Mm. So things like, for example, changing of jobs, changing mm. of homes, we yep. have control over that because we choose what office we want to move to next, mm. which area do we want to buy our next property. Mm. But when it comes to um, forces outside of our control, yeah. such as a pandemic mm. or an accident, we feel super, super helpless and mm. disempowered. Well, naturally, right? If it's something sure. that you have incited, you incited this change, yeah. I got this new job, you feel proud of yourself. Right? Correct. But let's say you got a demotion mm. or something like that that's not within your control. Naturally, mm. you would feel quite upset. Mm. Yeah, and the thing is, you know, when you're planning for a change that you plan for yourself, it takes time. Right? You know, you already know that you are job hunting. You know, it gives you months to prep sort of yourself for it. But when something unexpected happens, that's when it takes you by surprise. And mm. I think a lot of people, um, it's not the easiest to deal with. Right. Mm. So, bit change that takes you by surprise or not. Mm -hmm. Personally, do you girls embrace or fear change? <laughs> it's quite scary, lah. I it's personally resist change. Really? Mm. I like things the way that they are. Well, you don't seem like that, you know. Really? Uh? Yeah. You seem like the outgoing, lively kind of girl who will take things like however they are handed to you. But I'm quite timid on the inside, really. I'm afraid of taking risks. I'm afraid of trying new things. That's like, not if a you I know. To, if you ask me to like eat a new kind of food, I'd be like, eat the one. Really? <laughs> oh, I witnessed that. Oh, <laughs> we went in Korea. 
Then they had like you know live octopus squiggling uh-huh, uh-huh. the on the plate. I love it. Yes, mm, and mm, they asked me mm. to eat it, and I was like, hell no, <laughs> she rather die. But that's a delicacy there, right? It's yummy. Yeah. No, I I don't doubt it's yummy, mm. but I'm afraid of new things. Wow. Yeah. Mm. And so like little things like that can really tell whether you embrace or resist change. For sure. Mm. What about Zura? What do we think she embraces or resists it? <laughs> no, I feel tell she embraces me. it. I, I think so too. Mm, I think I'm quite afraid of them. It will take me maybe some time to think about it. Okay. I would really like, you know, changes that I have control over. Mm. I'll really think about it and consider it a kind of thing. But I think when I'm being put in a position where, you know, a change happens, um, I'll just go with it, law. Because no choice, right? That's the thing. She will take whatever comes at her. That's, mm. that's I think, part of her beauty. Correct. But yeah. I think ultimately, all humans are like this. We adapt. For some of us, it may take a longer time. But mm. for some of us, you know, we can adapt just with a snap of a finger. Mm. I would like to say that, Hazy, you embrace change with like open arms. Is that really? accurate? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think so. I like change. In fact, I want change. I feel like if I'm in the place for too long and mm. it's too stagnant with no space or room for me to grow, mm. I think it's time for me to move out of it. And always like, seek new adventures or new things for me to grow. Yeah. But I feel like amongst the three of us, I'm the most traditional and like the conventional kind of like Asian girl. No, really, huh? seriously. <laughs> These girls, you know, they have so much fun in them. Sometimes I look at them and I wonder to myself, wow, are we really the same age or not? I just want to go home and type on my laptop. Like. But you know, they, they always go out and have like fun party together, have fun together. We what, really what don't have... Match together? <laughs> we don't have as much fun as you think we do. Like. <laughs> no, but okay, I want to ask you guys this, right? What was the biggest risk you took in your life so far? Well, for me, yeah, it has got to be work-related. Okay. Okay. So back in 2017, that was like the first year I entered. And in 2019, two years in, uh, one of my bosses actually sat me down and asked me, Hazel, tell me what you really want. Do you want to be a radio DJ or do you want to act? Mm. Oh. Like, I can't have you, like, dangling on the fence. And at that moment, I was really struck by her comment because I didn't know that she was she had been thinking of me this way. Right. I thought I was, like, doing my part as an artist, mm. um, doing my radio job, and also, when I have some spare time, I like to go and act and explore new things, right? Mm. But maybe to her, I wasn't being focused. Mm. And I don't... I don't fault that. I don't blame that. I can see where she's coming from as a boss. So I told her, boss, can you give me one day to go home and really think about this? And that's when I realised that I've been thinking about this actually for the past two years. What do I want my future direction to be? Yeah. So I went back to her uh, via text and I told her, boss, I've like given this some thought and I think I want to focus on being a host. Mm. At that point, when I was typing that text, I was very afraid because... Mm. What if I could have performed better as an actress? Mm. I mean, in life, it's always about the what ifs, and but we never you know never until know. we try. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I just followed my heart. Hosting is actually really what I prefer, mm. and um, my radio job, I love it so much. And you know, without this decision, decision, I may not even be here today doing harsh podcasts with you girls. <gasps> that is true. Right. That is true. I don't think people realise like it could have been any other combination of three girls. Right. right. Yeah, right. It could have exactly. very, very easily been but it just happened. Mm, yeah. yeah. So I think this was one of the biggest risks that I've taken but absolutely no regrets. Mm. In fact, I'm glad that she asked me that question. Only two years in my career. I completely mm. understand. I think when you're making such a big life-changing decision, right, who's to tell you which is the right one? Right. I never know what each path would have for you, you know? Mm. So mm. that's a scary bit, right? Mm. I think for me, I'm living through my biggest risk right now. 
Yeah, which is why 2022 has been very chaotic for me. So you girls know that I'm starting sort of like a business. Ooh! Yes, I'm not going to say too much about it. I'll wait till I start. But that causes me so much anxiety. Like all the confidence I had built myself, uh, built in myself over the years, right? I find myself questioning every day. What makes me think I can succeed? What makes me think I can come out and do a business and not lose my entire life savings? Yeah. Mm. This girl is so knowledgeable. She wakes mm. up, work, after work, meeting, calls Correct. after calls, come to radio for her radio show, go home, maybe enjoy one K-pop drama or two. <laughs> la, and then go to sleep. Drama is what? And, and then wake up and the whole routine repeats itself. It's actually wild, like how mm. much work she does. It's crazy. No, you're great. Girls. And when your business is out, like... Just keep motivating me. Mm. I feel like I keep. I need to have a good support mm. system that will kind of knock those insecurities down. Right. Good. No, what about you, Zura? What's your biggest risk in life? I don't know. Getting married. <laughs> Getting married. <laughs> Did you just say I'll that? tell you something. Uh, huh? Oh my god. She she really reads my mind. I <gasps> thought of it. I just didn't want to say it. Okay. No, but tell us. <laughs> this girl. <laughs> um. Yeah. If I had to pin it on something. I would say maybe that because I can't think of anything else. Maybe because... No, you embrace change too much. Nothing is a risk to you. No, <laughs> no seriously, hey, seriously. That's true. I think first of all, um, why I can't like pin it on something is probably because I feel like... And I maybe made a conscious effort to decide on this earlier on okay. that if I can't control it, I will not think about it. You know, people panic over things. People mm. stress over things. But if you can do something about it, you have done something about it. If you Correct. can't, then I just throw it out. Okay. Mm. That I keep saying that way. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But I think maybe marriage is the answer because it's a lot of work there. Of course what, it is. It's wow. no joke kind of work. Have you gotten <laughs> that Hermes back, by the way? Have I? <laughs> That's why a lot of work. La. After you get it, la, you feel happier and nothing seems like work. No, no, if you're slave to the back, la, I have to like... Oh, that's fine. <laughs> as long as you're not a slave to your husband. <laughs> Never. <laughs> no, but this is the reality of the situation. This is the reality. Marriage, relationships are all hard work. I think all our listeners who are married right now, they're like, yes, Zura, we know what you're talking yeah. about. Correct. And you may not be having problems. Mm. It's fine. Mm. Right. It's just a lot of work. Correct. <laughs> to, to, to keep up the entire romance. Correct. The government, and maybe the for me as well, right? Maybe it doesn't help that I'm so... After like moments, like it's so important to me that everybody is present, that everybody live like it's their last day. I don't know if it's crazy lah, but I guess for other people, it's a little bit like it doesn't have to be like that every day. What you can just be like, mm. do normal stuff every day, you know. But it's so important to me that life is being lived that way. Mm. So sometimes it's like a battle. Okay. Understand. It's a it's a sort of like alignment lah. Correct. So, right. so actually this brings me to my next question. Mm. Zura, how did you know that your decision to marry your husband was a rational decision rather than a foolish one? I tell you you will never know one. <laughs> actually enough. that's true. Fair enough. I think. Oh, I think people always say like, oh, at the end of the day love is not enough, right? Okay. Like it's a choice. For you to choose that person every day it's a choice. So that's a conscious decision. And I think that same conscious decision has to be made when you're getting married, whatever your values are at that time, you know? Let's say at that time you don't care about anything else. You just care about that person staring at you all damn day and he does that for you. Okay, look cool for you all. But maybe for someone else, like we may not be the most in love or the most compatible, but this person gives me security emotionally and in every other aspect. And maybe that's what you want out of a marriage. 
then that's for you. Mm. Mm. But can I bring up this point from mm. some psychologists? Okay. So what they say is that fear-based decisions create hollow victories at best and right. regrets at worst. So what that means is getting married, let's say, because you want your husband to be financially stable for you, mm. rather than you get married for love, mm. for example, then that is going in the wrong direction. It will cause regret, it will cause problems down the road. But if you get married because I love you, for example, mm. then perhaps that creates more fulfillment mm. in your life. I think that's absolutely true. Like looking at Jeremy, you no, you entered this relationship because you love your partner. And of I can see how that fulfills you. Yeah. You know, every time we eat the K-pop barbecue together. <laughs> what? K-pop barbecue. K-barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. Okay. <laughs> And I can see like the way Asaf treats you with respect, with love, you know. We know that you have found yourself a good man and you don't feel regret. Yeah. Okay, so zooming out from mm. the relationship side mm. of things to like maybe some problems that our listeners may face. Mm. Career. Oof. When do you know whether it's a leap of faith or when do you know whether it's a foolish decision? At the end of the day, the rule is what makes you happy. Mm. If you are really miserable at your job, yep. if the environment is not serving you and you are maybe getting verbally abused by your superiors, then you should know that there's a better deal for you elsewhere. Right. Mm. Right? But of course, it's difficult to say, hey, is this the right time to make a switch? What if I switch already, then this industry starts booming? You never know. Exactly. I have many friends amidst the pandemic. They are our age, mm. so they are more willing to take change, to mm. make changes. Um, they want to leave their jobs, which have been serving them well. Like, the pay is great, okay. you know, um, the colleagues are so-so, like, not like BFF, but right. okay, mm -hmm. they're not nasty people. Um, but they still find the need to, like, change. And mm. that's when they ask themselves, am I being stupid? My career is serving me just right. Like, My am job I being is greedy, nice. right? Yeah. But why do I still want to make the switch to somewhere that maybe offers me a higher pay? Huh? But that's the answer. What? Higher pay. But can they can that new job guarantee you happiness? No. So that's their that's their concern, you know, whether it's a leap of faith or is it something foolish? It's a risk, what? You roll the dice, what? Right? If you want to trade for more money, mm. but then you end up having to work longer hours, then that is a, you know. That's a fair situation. Correct. Well, Some guess. people, they knowingly know that the new job pays a lot more, but comes with a whole ton of shit. But <laughs> in their mind, right, they're like, okay, I'm going to suck it up for two years. I go there, collect mm. money. Okay. After that, I find a better environment. And put it in my portfolio, right? Oh. Yeah. So some people do that as well. Mm. Well, then this is what your mom will say. Kids these days, <laughs> pop, pop. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> well then, have you guys ever found yourself like stagnant in a career? It can be your current jobs or like jobs that you have been in and not knowing how to progress. Definitely. I think this happened during the pandemic because everyone was at home and you kind of didn't have any social activities to kind of grow in that sense, right? So I remember for like maybe three months there, I would just go to my radio job, come home, sit on the sofa and play Nintendo Switch for like at least 10 hours before well, I go sure. to sleep. At least 10 hours! Animal Crossing, I was damn oh obsessed with the game. By the end of the three months, I was like, what, what the am hell I am I doing with my life? My brain is mush, I don't know what is going on next, I don't know where's my direction. But I was well, very at least it was a good like three months break. It was a good break, right. but it also felt, it, it gave me a bit of anxiety as right. well, right? Mm. But yeah. kudos to you for stepping off that. Yeah. I think it helps mm -hmm. that what we do is not like stagnant every day. Ah. Like our days vary, you know? So mm. I think that helps. No, but imagine if you did data entry every day. I would die eh. No, I would honestly Girl. die. So, which is why like the majority of people who go to the office every day, sit there for eight hours, like I respect you. 
Because I will not be able to sit there for 80 minutes. <laughs> but I think there's a job for everyone out there. Yeah. Like, not everyone wants to do our job. No. Oh, yeah. Not like we, we can perform everyone else's jobs. You know what I mean? Some people feel like they find happiness in entering data. Mm-hmm. They take pride in their work. And mm-hmm. I really respect that. Actually, I might enjoy that. Eh. Wow. Entering data. I'm sorry, everybody. You got to see her Google Sheets. Huh? Oh. <gasps> I love the spreadsheets and the typing and all that. Very fun. Okay, I'll consider this is a one thing I cannot. Oh, wow. <laughs> but I think, you know, if everybody around you is so focused on maybe a vertical climb, on the next step, on doing something more than they're already doing, and if that, if that does not interest you, I think that's okay. Because right. like, who said that growth has to be vertical? It could be lateral. Yeah, I've known of people who took pay cuts mm. to go to a different job ah. just for a new environment. Amidst the pandemic? Right before the pandemic. Oh, And yeah. they're happier? Wow, so they are happier, yes. Did they feel like they are sway, like right after that, huh? Pandemic, now my pay is cut. No lah, I mean it's good, but then you're locked in with a new job at least and you don't uh, you don't at least get retrenched or anything. Positivity. Ah, uh, what about you, Hazy? What was um, your rut in life? Every day I feel like I'm afraid I'm getting stagnant. Like I'm always thinking, how can I create more content? How can I uh, reach out to more people, more followers? No, it's, it really will be what I'm thinking about every, every night before I sleep. So to me, this is me not knowing how to progress in my career. Mm. Like, how can I make it up there? I I still don't have an answer, actually, unfortunately. I think sometimes, Hazy, you're also a bit too hard on yourself. Mm. You need to be grateful and appreciate everything that you have done. Take a step back and really thank yourself. Mm. Mm. Yeah, which is why I'm going on a cruise soon. (laughs) To thank myself. You deserve it. You deserve it. Okay, but how can we then get out of this stagnant situation or this rut and challenge ourselves to try new things? Well, I I feel like um, this is why New Year resolutions are in place. Oh my gosh. I take my New Year resolutions very seriously, actually. I I have um, a diary. Don't laugh at me. I have like a a physical diary. Then every year, the first page right out, right? 2022 New Year's resolution. I always have three. One, two, three. Okay. okay. And then I will check back maybe every quarter to see if I'm inching closer to my New Year's resolution. Hey, she is living a wholesome life, eh, everybody. <laughs> She's very organised and has her stuff together. Oh, I didn't I, I even hope, set resolutions. But, well, that's what I'm suggesting. Like, yeah. for our listeners, if you don't have the habit of setting resolutions, maybe you can start doing that because I feel like it helps you to be more positive. Yeah, set and short-term course, and long-term goals. Mm. Exactly. You have 365 days. Every day is a short-term progress. But at the end of the year, it's actually a long-term thing. You have moved forward, moved ahead so much. Mm. But of course, put some thought into your resolutions first before you write them down. Absolutely. Mm. That's, my, that's my way of getting out of a rut, I'd say. Wow. Yeah, so last year, that. for a few years before this, my one of my resolutions was to not be late anymore. I used to be late for everything. And so I you used really to be hated. us? Oh my wow, <laughs> you used to be us? I just didn't like the feeling of like uh, being late and the anxious feeling on the car. Mm. Wow, just wanting to get there, but the traffic cannot be any faster. Yeah. So I'm trying to change things to make myself feel better. Mm. But what about you girls? What will you do to get out of a rut? Okay, so for me, I think I'm a creative person, right? So creative stimulation is very important for me. Right. So apart from like trying new things, like if I have a job come in that I've never done before, like a Chinese language something, for example. I would go for it. Okay, you know is there I mean? something in the back that we Maybe. can expect that <laughs> Jermaine is speaking in Chinese? Hello. <laughs> 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 
B7. Wow. <laughs> no, but so so things like that, even though it, it scares me so much, right? But I'll just do it. La. Right. And then also, there's so many different activities these days, like rug tufting. I've tried that. I'm going to go for a pottery class soon. Oh, no. I just like to try different things mm. and get my hands mm. on different things. Mm. Mm. No wonder she's not enough sleep. Oh. oh. Mm. But I have a nice rug. That's the point. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I tufted <laughs> it with my own two hands. Hey, come ready. Come ready. Oh. And in my toilet, you always step on it. That's the what? one. <laughs> so that's how I get out of a rug. <laughs> by really challenging myself to do new by things. By turning it into a rug. <laughs> not a rug. Getting out of your rut by turning it into a, a rug. rug. Okay. That's the title of this episode. <laughs> then <laughs> She's what a talented you? genius, honestly. <laughs> Um, usually it's, you know, talking to somebody I trust. Um, for me, I think I seek a lot of comfort in the arts, like she mentioned, you know. And, um, if yeah, she has pain on her legs right now, on her pants. <laughs> mm, I might add more. Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, music for me is very, very important. Uh, and sometimes I feel like I am in a rut when I stop getting inspired by music. Like, I need to find music that inspires me, mm-hmm. like, often. And sometimes when you're going through a rut, right, and nothing inspires you, not even, like, music, that's when I'm like, I need to find something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it could be a movie, um, most likely a book. I, yeah, I need, like, mental stimulation. It's like inspiration. Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay, so to our listeners, do we believe that being in this pandemic allows us to take risks and try something new? Or should we be more conserved exactly because we are in a pandemic? But I think we are coming out of the pandemic. Mm. Like, let's say if at the start you were afraid to leave your job because you didn't think you would find anything else. It's understandable. I feel like now is the time to. Mm. Because things are opening up Mm. and a lot of people are moving around. Mm. So there's something for you out there. Mm. I think maybe there are those who feel like all the more I need to keep my job because that already happened. I already saw maybe people around me losing their jobs. So all the more, even if they had a desire maybe to move, they would feel like it's very risky. Like, Mm. you Mm. know, a pandemic hit us out of nowhere. So that might hold them back right now. But I think there's another camp like... There's nothing to lose. Mm. Right. Yeah. And you know, with like the digital space growing, people are actually leaving their jobs for jobs that they don't know how to explain to their parents. But they are taking that leap of faith anyway. Mm. Mm. And I believe that, you know, even if you are scared, maybe why not try to go for interviews first? Mm. When you have landed a job, you know for sure, then maybe submit your letter of resignation to your current boss. Mm. Maybe that would be a better way for you to cope with your emotions, but still let you try new things. That's what I think. At Mm. the end of the day, if you're seeking something, the fact that you want change, you need to come to terms with yourself that I will take responsibility for this decision and that it's on me. It's accountability, right? And you must not be hard on yourself. So if it doesn't work out, it's okay. There's right. something else. It was your choice. Correct. Yeah. It was your choice. At least I tried it. It was shit. Mm-hmm. Fine. Find something else. Don't look at it in such a way that, ah, I shouldn't have done it. Mm. Like, ah, I regret. Like, because if you didn't take that step, right, I feel like at the end of the day, you would regret more. Like, what if? And nobody wants to live with, like, what ifs. Mm. Wow, this is... <laughs> Very beautiful conclusion. I think no need to say anything already. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> but do you have any final words for our listeners? Go out there and take risks. That's what living life is, you know. If you're just gonna be comfortable every single day, you only have one life. Right. Use it to the fullest. And yeah, like Azura said, live with no regrets. Like I how agree. she does. <laughs> Balls of steel, let's go. <laughs> 
I also think don't be afraid to try because mm. even if we fail, who knows, one day we might look back at our own stories and laugh at ourselves. Now, maybe the situation may seem a bit um, dark and scary, but trust me, you walk out of it and one day it will be bright and sunny. Yeah, And yeah. regardless, just always know you are not alone, okay? We mm-hmm. are all experiencing these thoughts of self-doubt, insecurities and uncertainty, you are really not alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So with that, thank you for tuning in to this episode of Clarity's Hush Podcast. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at itsclarity.co for more updates on Hush. And we're also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Me Listen as well. Mm-hmm. That's right. If you want videos, you want to watch us, it's on YouTube, itsclarity.co. Don't forget to subscribe, like, comment. Mm-hmm. Thank you once again. I'm Hazel. I'm Azura. And I'm Jermaine. And have a great 2022. Woo!